0: Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America a member FDSE. Joining us now, uh, he's in New Zealand actually for the launch of Super Rugby Pacific. Uh, Phil War, thanks for getting up bright and early for us, mate. Welcome to the show.
1: Oh, thanks for having me.
0: Yeah, mate, our pleasure, our pleasure. Uh, it's uh, you know no secret that Aussie rugby's had a few issues over the last couple of years, mate, so you've got a job on your hands, but how's, how are you finding it? And now you've got your feet properly under the desk and, uh, and, and are able to sort of uh, look at the landscape and, and see what you can do.
1: Yeah, it's been an interesting time, but um, yeah, I think uh, you know, looking forward to Super Rugby kicking off uh, next week, and um, yeah, we got we got a lot of work to do. We're uh, the first ones to put up their hands and say that, but yeah, uh, you know, a couple of good appointments, uh, and uh, you know, everyone's pretty optimistic around uh, you know what twenty twenty four looks like.
2: Mate, obviously the World Cup was um, you know didn't go to plan at all. What what have been the big the big ups, the big the big changes out of out of the World Cup so far? Just coaching, or
1: well, yeah, obviously, obviously, uh, you know, the head coach uh, is a uh, is a big uh, big piece of the puzzle, and uh, you know, the appointment of Joe Schmidt uh, is pretty exciting for us. I think uh, you know where we ended up uh, last year and the disappointment, as you mentioned, uh, you know, was uh, was all pretty visible. Um, But I think that uh, you know the reset that we've put in place, and uh, you know, I think. You know, we often talk about head coaches but i think it's also around uh you know the management team that the head coach puts around them and uh, you know i think joe Schmitt's got a good record of that and yeah, you know, we're, we're excited to have him on board and you know hopefully yeah uh, you know, we can get the reset uh, going uh, pretty early with some good performances in super rugby
2: mate i know joe i've um been coached by him he's a he's a great coach um you know he's done remarkable things up in ireland and do, um, but I guess at the end of the day, it sort of all comes down to to fodder and comes down to the players you have available. Do do you have um, any? Is there any attempts, any thoughts of of, of maybe getting stuck into a, a few leagues or to get some players in?
1: <laughs> yeah, look, I think. Uh... Uh, we've sort of said, uh, you know, that uh, you know the most important part is actually getting, getting the pathways right and getting uh, the good talent that we have in our game and keeping them in our game. So, well, I think if you look across our team, uh, our teams in Super Rugby, you know, we can we can pull together a very competitive 23. Um, and, you know, I, I've said that for some time. And then it's around selection and combinations. And you know, you, you, you know there's, there's been a lot of commentary around the team that we took to the World Cup and uh, and the number of players that we left at home. So. No, I think, yeah, as I said, it's, uh, you know, the head coach, one of, one of the most important roles is the selection of the team. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing, uh, you know, what what squad uh, Joe pulls together. And, and, you know, as we've said, it's not going to be, uh, you know, a miraculous turnaround, but I think it's about putting the right people in the right places and, uh, um, and, uh, and moving forward. And I think, you know, we've done that.
2: May yeah, you just spoke on the pathways. You know, obviously there's um you know the GPS competition and stuff in in the schoolboy systems in Australia. Are you doing anything to try and keep those kids involved in rugby and not just go to rugby league um, straight out of school for a bit of cash? Are, is there attempts being made to keep kids in rugby in Australia?
1: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think yeah, that's, that's why yeah, yeah, the role of Peter Horn, who's coming out of the director of high performance in World Rugby, and he's now our our director of High Performance, and yeah, uh, you know, we always talk about the, the top end of the game. But you know what we do through uh, through our pathways, and as you say, yeah, you know, we, we lose a lot of talent uh, to, to rugby league at that sort of 15, 16 year old uh, level. And and if you go through, you know, the most important year uh, for us to secure players uh, in our environment is is that first year out of school. So we're, we're doing a lot of work, I guess, uh, you know, on how we secure those best kids and. And uh, and also give them the vision. But you know, if you think about uh, you know the wallabies being the uh, you know the the shop front, you know we do need to ensure that environment uh, is is humming and uh, and performing. And uh, you know that's that's why I guess uh, you know, Wallaby performances are, are so important.
0: Ah, uh, Phil. Uh, one of the one of the wins for you guys in the off season's been uh, the Waratahs managing to get Miles uh, Amatacero back out of France. It's not often you, you get one back uh, from from the French once they go. But uh, can you tell us a bit about this guy? 125 kegs, 203 centimeters. He, he moved over there. What is about a 16 year old? You've managed to get him back. Well, the Waratahs have managed to get him back. I mean, how much do Rugby Australia work with the Super Teams uh, on talent acquisition like this?
1: Yeah, I mean we we work really closely, and I think uh, you know if you, if you look at where we've been a little bit short, it's been on big bodies and uh, and in particular it's the big second rowers. So he's uh, certainly a a good acquisition for us. And I mean we're we're working closely with our Super Rugby clubs to ensure that uh, we build out the rosters and uh, and we're, we're competitive across the park. But you know if you look about you know, critical positions at Test level, and he says you know he's all about tight head props, um, you know big second rowers. And, uh, and to get one back, as you say, once they go, sometimes it's very difficult to bring them back. So uh, to get Miles back in the environment and, you know, I watched him play uh, up in Roma against the Reds last week and uh, he's certainly a big body. And, um, and, you know, test level, you need those, uh, those big bodies.
2: Mate, talking uh, Super Rugby, obviously uh, the Melbourne Rebels have got themselves in a, a little bit of financial difficulty. Um, mate, it's been well talked about... Uh, by the Australian teams that maybe um, five franchises are, are a few too many over there and, and maybe shorten it down is, is is that something that needs to happen in Aussie rugby to, to just bring the pool together a little bit and, and not thin it so widely
1: yeah we're obviously reviewing uh, all of that at the moment the most important piece right now is actually putting the Uh, The team out uh, for 2024, ensuring that the Rebels are as, uh, you know, there's there's minimal disruption there for 2024 season. And then I guess the parallel stream is looking at, you know, what does 25 and beyond look like? But, um, you know, I was quite quite, uh, conscious of, uh, you know, views, uh, you know, certainly uh, within New Zealand around, uh, you know, the the dilution of talent and uh, and strength of our Super Rugby team. So I guess it all comes uh, into uh, into account when we make the decision as to uh, what does 25 and beyond look like?
0: Now, you've got a bloke in Andrew Forrest out west who's obviously got a bit of coin and is keen on, on investing in rugby. We've seen that in the past, mate. I mean, uh, strikes me as is, is WA's a good place for Rugby Australia to really put a footprint down given the NRL doesn't have a team there yet. Is that something you guys are focused on?
1: Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, been, uh, it's always been a strong... Uh, uh, rugby uh city Perth and we saw that uh we you know with the Sevens uh you know a couple of weekends ago where uh, you know Sunday was sold out and the uh, Saturday only had four hundred tickets left. So and uh, you know, certainly embraced the uh the festivities of the Sevens tournament and, and, and yeah, you know, as we know when the force are doing well the uh, the crowds are large there. So and, and we've played a lot of test, test matches there. We've got South Africa there uh, this year and uh, yeah, hopefully we get a good, good solid crowd there uh, for that as well. So, yeah, so it's always been a, um, a strong rugby territory for us and um, as you say, we get good support from uh, you know, from Tatarang and, uh, and the Forest family. So uh, it's, uh, it's certainly uh, an appealing place for us.
0: Jeez, mate, Perth, it's, a, it's almost like an away test when you're playing the South Africans there, isn't it? It's a, it's a bit of an expat population. <laughs> it, was
1: like, it, it was like that when I was playing too. Sort of, uh, the, the South African anthem was louder than the Australian anthem. It, uh, it's, a, it's a good uh, good rugby town.
0: Mate, we've had a, a text through uh, on double eight double three from Cam uh, and listening in saying, can you please ask, Phil, do you guys think you've given past Kiwi coaches long enough? You've had some good coaches there, uh, but you seem to have gotten rid of them pretty quick.
1: Yeah, I think um and I, I don't have the exact tenure of them but I think you know Robbie came in in 2008 uh left after World Cup in 2011 um and then uh, you know Dave came in 2020 and uh, and left of uh, end of 2022 and yeah you know, it's the you know if you look at the performances of uh of the World Cup in 2023 and I guess the trajectory that uh, Dave had the team on uh, you know it, it could be uh you know, a question mark, which is a, which is a fair question. I think, uh, you know, with with Joe coming in, you know, he's an experienced international coach. You know, having coached Ireland for six years and uh, the success he had there, uh, probably a little bit different to uh, to when Robbie and Dave came in, uh, having come straight out of provincial rugby rather than uh, with with the ta- test background that uh, that Joe's got. So, yeah, I, I think that's a, a fair reflection on uh, you know, picking and sticking and uh, and seeing out the cycles.
2: Mate, uh, Razor Robinson is New Zealand's new coach. You boys licking your lips at the thought of getting stuck into a fresh uh, international coach in terms of the All blacks Splitters games this
1: year? Yeah, I've I played against Razor, and uh, you know, great to see his uh, elevation into the test arena. Um Yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, hugely successful at super uh, level um, and, uh, and inheriting a, a really... Um, strong uh, all-black squad after the performances at the World Cup last year. So, yeah, looking forward to a fresh start. We we certainly need a fresh start. And the sooner we can get that, the better. And, uh, yeah, good good opportunity against a new coach.
0: Phil, you got the Lions coming in twenty twenty five, so you, uh, you know that that's always been over here a big money spinner for for New Zealand rugby. Uh, I guess it, it's just about uh, prepping for that and, and making the Wallabies um, as as I guess successful as you can this year to, to 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 hype that up. What's what's the plan looking like for that? And there's been some talk of an ANZAC team playing as well. How how do you think that's going to be made up?
1: Yeah, I think uh, I mean as, as, as you know from uh, was it 2017? the, the, uh, the lines over here, and you know for for us it's uh, yeah, Andy and you uh, guys and and so every, every 12 years you get to host them, so uh, and, and it's a good opportunity as you say to uh, to, to get a significant uh, revenue injection into the game as well. So uh, you know, for for us now it's actually just a sort of resetting, getting the performances back to where they need to be, um, and and, and you know, we don't don't have long really. You so have got we got Wales for two tests, we have got Georgia. Then we've got the Rugby Championship, and then uh, we've got a Grand Slam tour at the end of the year, and then, uh, and then we wouldn't have any tests until we play against uh, the Lions in July next year. So now pretty important to, uh, to get our backyard in order pretty quickly, uh, but uh, yeah, pretty pretty optimistic around that. And then it's around uh, you, know, how do you how do you have some momentum going into that Lions series and, and perform well.
2: Uh, Phil we'll just jump back to super rugby because that's why you're in the country today in the launch obviously today um mate are there any, any big rule changes or anything um that's gonna cause um any concern this year going forward with super rugby no major changes
1: no i think i think uh, there's a, there's a um you know, a lot of the, a lot of the uh laws are already there to keep the game as fast as possible it's just then the interpretation and uh uh, and how the game's refereed. So uh, yeah, we always talk about the ball out of play uh, you know, ball in play. Uh, but my, my view is actually how do you minimize the ball out of play. And so uh, yeah, keep the game going, keep the game flowing. And so uh, yeah, I think you see a lot of focus from, from the referees around uh, you know, keeping the ball in play as much as we can and, uh, and minimize the time that the ball's out of play and stoppage play and TMO involvement. Uh, and all those aspects that I think frustrated uh, s- uh, spectators. So uh, you know, it's our intent to uh, to make the game as entertaining as possible and um, and speed the game up so that uh, you know the ball out of players is as uh, short as possible.
0: Now the, uh, the 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 timing could be couldn't be uh, good enough, mate. I don't think uh, after that Scotland France game in the Six Nations where they just played tennis, uh, kicked tennis with the ball for so long. But uh, Super Rugby has moved to close those loopholes, and uh, what World Rugby have uh, rubber stamped as a trial on on a slight uh, change of the laws on that.
1: Yeah, so I think um, I think uh, you know Finn Russell and. Uh, And others in the north, um, they certainly uh, know know the laws and uh, and playing with them a little bit at the moment. So, uh, yes, I think that, uh, again, we want to see the ball uh, thrown around and uh, entertaining our spectators as much as we can.
0: Now you guys have got a a, a good partnership going with Stan Sports uh, for y- for your coverage in Australia. We we had a situation here where there was a uh, a pay per view option called Spark Sport. Uh, New Zealand cricket went to it. Not many people jumped on board. It killed their numbers a bit, uh, and they've they've since folded. And and now New Zealand cricket's coverage is on free to air here, which has been absolutely massive. Like their numbers are through the roof again. Is, is free to air something you've considered uh, for Australian rugby and and Super Rugby in, in Aussie?
1: Yeah, well, we're, we're um, you know, stands owned by Nine, so uh, you know, so essentially, uh, you know the partnership is with a free to air uh, provider, and uh, and then it's around, yeah, making sure that our product is as uh, attractive as possible to uh, to then, you know, entice the uh, the broadcaster to put it on free to air. So yeah, we, we work closely with our, our broadcasters. Uh, you know, Stan's been successful, it's a great platform. It's uh, it's a good uh, uh, good broadcaster for rugby. Uh, you know, with the mini games and. Uh, all, the, uh, additional aspects to it other than just the game so yeah we, we're sort of in uh, partnership with them till the end of 25 and then uh, obviously review uh, exactly where we're at and the, and the growth of the game and, and attracting eyeballs and and, uh, and entertaining people so uh, yeah it's, it's always a, an interesting one and moving away from News Corp and Foxtel to uh, to Nine and Stan was a big call but uh, yeah it's, it's, it's working uh, pretty well.
2: And Phil, uh, one last question for me: uh, Who's going to win the uh, GPS comp in in Sydney this year? Who's going to win the first uh, the schoolboy first fifteen?
1: <laughs> I'm not sure. I'm not sure I'm close enough to it. But uh, you know, from from what I understand, Scots have got another pretty good team. But it, uh actually, it's a good competition, and, uh, and pleasingly, with that is, it's actually it's actually evened out. It's not one or two schools that uh, are dominating anymore. It's actually uh, pretty competitive right across the uh, right across
2: the pitch. Yeah, I'm sure the Joey's boys won't be too far away, mate. <laughs>
0: I'm sure they'll be there or thereabouts. Good stuff. Hey, Phil, I really appreciate your time this morning, mate. I know you're a busy man, so we'll let you go get some breakfast in before the big event uh, this morning down at the Viaduct, eh? Yeah, we will do. Thanks for having me. Cheers. Anytime. Phil Wall there with us, uh, uh, the boss of uh, Rugby Australia and you seem seem pretty positive about things.
2: Yeah, well, it all starts at the top, right? Mm. And um, yeah, it sort of looks like there's a little bit of direction there and um, they're working through uh, an awful lot of stuff post-World Cup and it looks like they're putting some plans in place and you know, I was, I was pretty interested to see what he spoke about with the pathways uh, for these kids, you know, to, to, to stay in rugby. And it's, it's long been a problem in Australia that, um, you know, the talent gets picked out, sent to rugby, uh, rugby League first year out of school because they offer 95K to play um, that jersey fleet. Uh, and it's, it's 95K that a, a kid first year out of school is pretty good money. So yeah. they lose a lot of talent to Rugby League that first year.
0: Yeah, they do. Uh, it's about trying to get their heads around how they stop that happening, I guess. Which is uh, when you're, you know, short of cash, isn't always the easiest yeah. thing.